1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Andrea Hancock of Dexterous Organizing. Andrea, great to have you on the show.
2: Thanks for having me. Great to be here.
1: No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Andrea so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And born and raised in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, Andrea graduated with an accounting degree from the University of Maryland at College Park. An active member of the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals, since the start of her business in 2010, she works with her team to help their clients to work hands-on with their clients from strategy, implementation, and for those who are open to creating positive change, organizing, coaching. Andrea, are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more about 2010 or even sooner, and hear a little bit more about your CEO story. What led you get started with the business?
2: Well, I love business. (laughs) I love entrepreneurship. And um, I didn't think that would be, I'm I'm pretty much a creative, uh, but I have this, you know, logical, serious side that um, loved accounting. And that's kind of ironic because I hated math throughout my educational <laughs> uh, history, but my mom is actually the one who kind of pushed me into accounting. And, I was, and the only reason I did it because when I was in high school, um, they had a, a business program where in your senior year, you went to school half a day and then you had to go find a job in an office. Cool. And so I kind of minored, if that's not the correct term, but in high school, I took accounting and I was just like, okay too bad and I kind of stuck with it and I uh, pursued that at the University of Maryland R.H. Smith School of Business Mm -hmm. and um, it was funny because a lot of people started off in the accounting track in college and that accounting 101 like people drop like flies but (laughs) I thankfully took it in high school and already realized that I liked it and then uh survived and actually got a degree in accounting and i started there for a while but even when i was in college i was in um, the entrepreneurship club and I, and that's actually something we students started um and now that i think about it i was the only female and the only black person <laughs> in that club but um yeah and oh and a, and actually in high school you know the, the superlatives in your in yeah. your high school yearbook I went back and I was voted the most likely to be in business.
1: <laughs> oh, really? That's awesome.
2: It's so weird because no one in my family and my immediate family are business owners. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, tried a couple of like direct sales things, and actually those I won't you know poo on those. I, I think those are a great way to get started in business, especially when they help you to focus on a business mindset. So I read a lot of books um, during that phase in my business history of um, like Rich Dad Poor Dad. Um, Uh, how to win friends and influence people. And those really changed my mindset because I think um, not to get too philosophical here, but (laughs) school and kind of indoctrinates you to be an employee, to work for somebody. Um, So those books help kind of get other wheels spinning and help you to understand that it's not an easy road, but it can be done.
1: I absolutely love that you do that. So for people that maybe, aren't as familiar with organizing what exactly that is. Could you take us through exactly how you're working with the clients and, and how exactly that process goes?
2: Basically you're editing out the things you don't need. You're putting together the things you do. Then you're finding the best place to store things based on how you use them and then um, contain them based on that usage as well. Labeling is also a, a pretty useful tool to have in that. And then the equalizing piece is the maintenance. So I remember you saying um, you uh, like what I said. It's not about the then; it's about when. Yes. <laughs> so that's a lot of times where the wheel falls off the cart for a lot of people is they can get organized, mm-hmm. but they can't stay organized.
1: Yeah, that's extremely powerful. Yeah, that was one of my favorite quotes when, when we connected, and and I think you know so many times as you know busy, especially entrepreneurs and business owners that are listening to this, you're juggling so many different things yes. and not realizing sometimes how being disorganized can really hamper your productivity and really hamper your ability to.
2: Absolutely. Um, So um, there may be people who are neat, but not organized. Hmm. And there may be people who they appear to be messy, but they're a little bit more organized because the definition of organized is finding what you need when you need it. So the person who is neat and you you, you come in and everything's off the counters and are put away, they may be in drawers, they may be in cabinets, (laughs) in files, and they still don't know where anything is. It's just put away. Um, so it still lacks a system. And then you might have that person who's creative and they may have, you know, sticky notes all over the wall and they might be color coded and it may look like a lot's going on. But they, if you were to ask them, well, where is X? They could put their hands on it within five to 10 minutes. And so there. so when we talk with a person, we got to understand what's bothering them because really, um, it could be I've, I've talked to some person over the phone as a, as a consultation, and they are just so distressed, and they have like maybe two bins of paper that they just can't, you know, seem to get together. Whereas you have some people who say, "Oh, I just have a room that just needs some, you know, some attention," and you go over there and like, not just that room needs attention, <laughs> you know. So it's not all, only about you know the system but how do you function in the system how does it make you feel how does it make you productive because mm-hmm. you know that's you know the part about being organized is also about being human um and i even think about myself like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be 100 transparent i had a bag i we we my husband and i just moved um into this our, our this home uh, maybe uh six to nine months ago
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know with COVID, i don't know where in relation we are at the time <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but um there was this one bag that I just was like, uh, I'll get to it. You know, you know, i put everything else away. I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. and weeks go by and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to tackle this back this boarding, It took me five minutes to organize it <laughs> five minutes and i was put it off <laughs> for months. Right. So it, it's, it's about that human piece that so, sometimes we just can't get over. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times with some of our clients in that sort and purge piece, it's the decision-making process that they just need help with. And you mentioned in my bio that um, we do organized coaching and I took several um, courses to be trained as an organizer coach um, because a lot of the times it's about awareness because when you coach, you see the person as naturally creative, resourceful and whole, they have the answers you know, and a lot of times they think we have the answers, but they have the answers because I, when I leave a person's home or, or office, they're going to have to find, they need what they need it. <laughs> and that's me and Posie. This is how it should go. So those answers should come from them. So we coach them to find, to, you know, bring awareness to maybe a habit or a thought process or um, a perspective that they may have that may be hampering them moving forward. Just like I talked about, I, you know, to sit down and coach myself <laughs> into yeah. organizing that bag, yeah. it'll be five minutes. But in my mind,
1: oh, I do do that Yeah, well, no, that's extremely powerful, and it, it feels like, you know empowering, you know, for people too. Because I think so many times you want to be able to to really drill down into that human aspect. Because I say that a lot of times about business is that you know we look at. accounting we look at numbers we look at data we look at all these things and that's business but sometimes we forget that human aspect of it and and as you kind of spoke to is I completely changed my um, I guess paradigm or perspective on organizing and and the impact that it has because a lot of times there is that human aspect that we can kind of overlook it's not just you know a stack of papers it's not just that thing that here there or where it should be or where it shouldn't be Um, it's so much involved in in being able to kind of understand that process understand that human aspect and exactly how you're um, impacting those those people, those places, and of course the, the, the the feelings and everything that goes along with them. Mm
2: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: And, and as
2: our, as, as if you, if I add, as you were talking, it made me think about that with the human aspect um, and, you know, with productivity and and being a business owner's um, priority is the key to, you know, getting things done and because of life and because of things that happen and we know this with the pandemic, priority shift. <laughs> things that were important, you know, when we put it on the agenda may not be so important later on in the in when we are, are about to address it address it. So, you know, um that's part of the coaching piece is is like sometimes we hold on to things that may not necessarily be should be priority um but for some reason we we think it we think it should
1: be (laughs) yeah and not even being able to kind of step outside of yourself to be able to recognize that or really ask those questions is great that you're able to kind of you know provide that that coaching um aspect do do you feel like that i I was going to ask you for what i call your secret sauce which can be for yourself or your organization uh but that's the thing you feel kind of sets you apart do you feel like that coaching perspective and the ability to kind of um Not just say, hey, you should put this here, or put this there, but actually to empower the people is what what sets you apart.
2: Um, I think that is one of the reasons why I've built Dexter's Organizing over the years and why people have been attracted to work with with me. Um, Because I I always say, you know, having a professional organizer is kind of like having a personal trainer. Um, Some people want, you know, the hardcore in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas, you know, some people, and myself included, I'm not one to respond to someone like pushing me um yeah. so much as i am to like more of the yoga like do you know i'm self motivated so mm-hmm. um usually when someone's pushing me i'm um, it's you know it's less appealing in fact i laugh at sometimes people who are super competitive because i'm not <laughs> i compete against myself right. so it's just like okay you know like someone's like oh you know uh we joked that Duolingo sent my friend a message like Andrea's in the lead. Are you going to come back at her? And I was just like, that would, I said, they must know my personality. I haven't got a message like that. They must know. I'm like, I don't care what so-and-so do it. I'm streaking 57 days. So, (laughs) so, you know, with that thought some, a lot, and we work with a lot of busy professionals, a lot of business owners. And with that personality type, um they are already kind of a type personalities they are uh, directors and, and um, leaders in their communities or in their jobs or in their families so um respecting that they have the answer um sometimes they don't and i think sometimes they get decision fatigue because of all the things the roles right. that they play so they kind of want somebody to come in and say no you should do that <laughs> but um you know i kind of flip it i'm like well if you moved it there would that benefit you or you know, the questioning and, and mm. the um, helping them to see the, the best way. And a lot of times I've noticed when you when I do say, this is what I think you should do, that type that's of personality will say, well, I don't know. I don't think <laughs> I, know. you know, they, they're going to push back. Anymore, so yeah. it just works out.
1: <laughs> um, I think that's extremely um, powerful. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
2: Um, I am a lover of routines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably why I like organization so much, because um, I feel like incrementally doing something um, over time and creating that habit sets you free to then um, be spontaneous when the, when, it, when the opportunity presents itself
1: exactly yeah that's extremely powerful and um i wanted to ask you now for what i call a ceo nugget so this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice it might be a piece of advice you would give to a client or if you were to hop into a time machine you might tell your younger business self
2: i think i started my entrepreneurship journey thinking that if i just hit the ground running you know i would see results immediately like within Mm -hmm. a few months Mm -hmm. and i think i would have probably focus more on building relationships than, you know, spending uh, a lot of money on, say, someone trying to tell me that, oh, if you work with me, then you'll be making six figures in, in like four months. <laughs> right.
1: Awesome. 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 So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Andrea, what does being a CEO mean to you?
2: For, being a CEO means to me, um, being the chief executor, of your life. Um, I feel like, you know, most entrepreneur, entrepreneurs would gladly work longer hours not to work less hours for someone else. <laughs> and um, I mean, oh my goodness, I've learned so much over the years. Um, it's a wonder, It's been a wonderful journey. And, um, but most of all, I think I, I really, really, it took a while, but um, just enjoying the flexibility that entrepreneurship gives you. Now, Granted, I do have to sacrifice sometimes um, and work when I don't really necessarily want to work. Mm -hmm. But as I grow and set those boundaries, which is actually another organizational tool, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just being better at setting boundaries, um, you find that when you feed yourself, and that was one thing I probably would tell my younger self or my, um, yeah, younger self when I started my business is, um, feeding your doing self-care and feeding yourself gives you better tools and it actually sharpens your tools mm-hmm.
1: to be more successful. Truly appreciate that uh, perspective and that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on.
2: Well, we can be found at Dexterous Organizing, um, d e x t e r o u s organizing dot and uh, we have our blog there. Um, when there's events, they'll be posted as well. Um, I'm or we are both on. I'm on Twitter, and my company is on IG um, at the handle at b underscore Dexterous.
1: Awesome. 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 And we will have the links and information in the show notes just so that everybody can follow up with you and you can work with people in any area or just in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area.
2: Well, right now um, we have been working with some clients virtually. Um, So at that point, yes, we can definitely work with people in multiple areas uh, or different areas outside of the DMV. And um, we do provide moving and relocation services. Um, So uh, if, client is so in love with the, our move management systems here and that they're moving out of the area. Sure. We'll travel.
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, awesome. Well, will definitely have that information in the show notes as well, but I truly appreciate you again. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
2: Thank you. You too.